Well, welcome. This is WNZN Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, very, very, very happy uh, as we start this new year. David, hard to believe 2022 is gone. I know. Uh, I'm just sitting yeah. here with my good friend and assistant, David Abu. Good to be here with you again, John. In 2023. But, right. you know, we thank God for the past year and for this radio station. Yes. You know, uh, 89.1 FM radio is a great platform to get the word of God out and praise, music, discussion, conversation. And as you're going to mention in a moment, we've had literally guests on here from around the world. Yes. Sharing ministry, mm -hmm. I think from Thailand to Morocco to South Africa, Ghana, uh, on and on. You know, that's going to be the case today. Yes. So if you're having any trouble hearing us, if there's any static which you sometimes get the farther away you get from our station in Lorraine. Uh, I just uh, live stream us. You can go to computer, www.wnzn.org. Or you can just, if you have Electra, you know, if you have, that's how we get it in the house. Just say, yeah. you know, yeah. go it to seems Electra. To work. Good. Yeah. Um, again, that's wnzn.org. Uh, you can just go to that. So, David, again, like I said before, a special guest this morning. Um, Looking forward to you know opening this new year with a new guest that we've not yeah. interviewed before. Right. So I'm going to turn the mic over to you, David, and you can do the intros, and we're going to just uh, launch out from there. Terrific. So yeah, John, today we have Toshi Temelkov, um, who comes to us from Veles, Macedonia, um, and uh, his, he basically is uh, leading up uh, Crew Leader Impact. And uh, he'll talk more about that. Uh, it was originally called uh, Campus Crusades, right? And the name was changed uh, to Crew. It's spelled C-R-U. So uh, Toshe Talmakov was born in Veles, Macedonia on June 17, 1981. His first piano class was when he was eight years old. And his first piano competition where he won the first prize was when he was 10. He has won several international prizes, including the special first prize of the maximum 100 points in Shabak, Serbia. Since then, he regularly plays at concerts and competitions throughout Macedonia. His first concerts abroad were in Belgrade, Serbia, and in 1998 is a high school pianist. After graduation, he performs in Hungary, Slovenia, Germany, Turkey, Cyprus, Poland, uh, Czechia, and many others. He has also played with the Macedonia Philharmonic and the Orchestra of the Faculty of Music Arts in Skopje. Hope I pronounced that right. His first professional recording was in September of 2008 in Lancaster, Ohio. In 2014, he started a concert tour of just 10 to 15 concerts per year, performing mostly in the United States and Europe. And, um, and then you can provide the link, too, uh, for uh, for your YouTube channel as well. So welcome. Thank Toshé. you. Great to have yeah. you here. Yeah, it's good, good to, to be here. Toshé. Yeah, Toshé, so you're here for a few days now, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's good to be here. Last yes. night's concert uh, was a huge success. Uh, it was fantastic. You thanks were for having fantastic. me. Yeah. Boy, were you fantastic. How long have you been in the States now? Uh, we just came right before Christmas, right before the storm. Uh, right. Remember there was that cold. Yes. cold oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, we missed that by an inch. Oh, that, was gosh. that was horrible. Yes. And how long are you going to be here for? And we're staying for two and a half months, but we're oh, traveling nice. all over. All over the states. Exactly. I'm doing concerts uh, in Colorado, 
Florida, oh. Texas. It's All fun. Right. You'll talk like a Texan when you leave. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope <Okay>. not. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, as David said, we're very happy to have you here and have our station host this interview. Yeah. And um, maybe we'll just start uh, Toshe. I'm saying it right now. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, just give us some background. You know, uh, when I heard David introduce you, and, I, and I'm a big fan of Crew. I yes. knew them way back when it used to be Campus Crusade for Christ. And a big uh, fan of um, the founder, Bill Bright. I think it was mm. 1952, 1951. 1951, yeah. Yeah. And uh, his book, uh, The Coming Revival, is one of the classics on prayer and fasting, David. Oh, I mean, wow. he was yeah, really ahead of that. the curve. Uh-huh. And so having said that, yeah, we're happy to have a crew leader here, uh, particularly even from Europe, and share your story and your vision. But maybe you can start with your testimony, yeah. uh, just how you came to the Lord, and what directed you into missions, into crew, and then we'll launch into your present-day ministry. Thanks. Obviously, music has a big part in my life, and that's how my story starts. And, you know, I was uh, on my way to becoming a concert pianist. I was practicing. I remember practicing for that a piano competition in Serbia. Uh, I was 15 years old and just practicing day and night, day and night, maybe 12, 14 hours a day, just mm. eating and sleeping. That's wow. it. <laughs> wow. And then, uh, you know, something happened. I won the competition. And this uh, award is only given to one pianist. There's several first prize winners, but there's one special first prize. And now, I what city was that? This is in Shabbat, Serbia. Okay, Serbia. Serbia. And, you know, it's international competition, people from all over the world, and uh, they come and congratulate me. You're mm. amazing. Wow, let me touch your fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's I'm funny. like, yeah. yeah, give me more. I want to hear more of that, you know. And that's, that, that was my problem. That's, okay. where, that's my story. It's, it's just fulfilling my life mm. with uh, this, this need of attention and of applause mm. and being on the stage and having everybody's eyes and ears on me. What did your parents think of that? And how many siblings do you have? I just have one older brother. Okay. And, of course, they were pushing me to do this. And uh, they were uh, excited that I was on my way uh, to becoming a concert pianist. But I was going to share the, the moment when I received that prize. Yes. I was in the hallway. And, you know, everybody, wow, congratulations, and then they left. Okay. And I'm holding this prize. Interesting. And a minute later, I'm feeling empty again. Oh. And I'm like, that was it? Mm. I practiced this whole year. (laughs) And, you know, I sweat, and and the joy, the the fulfillment was just a minute later was gone. And that's where my quest my, my search yeah. for something that will really fulfill my life started. Interesting. It was in high school. Interesting. And I was prompted by my, my piano teacher, and she started giving me books to read. And I remember reading the first book, The Power of the Thoughts. Ah. Obviously, she wanted to influence me with the Eastern, uh, Eastern philosophy. That's interesting. Power of subconscious mm-hmm. and meditation and all these things. Mm. And uh, Hare Krishna, I remember reading the Bhagavad Gita, Sai Baba, and all these things. I was like, oh, this doesn't sound right. You know, and I was trying to clean my thoughts. Honestly, I was trying to do the meditation, trying to purify my life and be a better person, really. And I didn't do a good job. Mm. I was doing even worse. Mm. By the time I reached college, I was in so much mess in my life. You could not believe it. Mm. And I, ju- I was just in desperate need for this, 
this relief. And so it was so funny. I walked uh, into my university and I noticed a guy that, that looked different, mm -hmm. very different than standing uh, in the hallway with a girl that looked really pretty. Mm. And I'm like, I'm going to approach them and ask them, where are they from? Yes. And so, obviously, they're from the United States. Mm. And they're with crew. Mm. <laughs> Which is? And, uh, you know, the guy said, yeah, I work with a student Christian organization. and We share the gospel. Uh, what? <laughs> Christian what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold, hold on. Tell me something else about yourself. He said, I'm a musician. And, you know, I play piano. And I, that was his voice. You know, I play saxophone. I was like, come and play something for me. And he walked into the room, sat down on the piano, and I started crying. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Tears come down. I tell, his name is Dave. I said, Dave, I play the piano 10 times better than you. Okay. I have better technique, more accuracy, speed, everything. But you have something that I don't have. That's interesting. And I want oh, that. Yeah. He said, that's Jesus. Whoa, man. I was like, come on. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to have to test this, and I'm going to try it out. And I'm going to pray this prayer to receive Jesus. Yeah. This was in my junior year of college. Wow. And huge, huge burden came off my shoulders when I received Jesus. Jeez. Because I needed forgiveness. I needed someone to say, okay, you're done with this mess. Mm. You're done trying to fulfill your life with everything else besides the one thing that can really satisfy huh. So ever since then, the course of my life changed drastically yes, and yeah. my performances changed drastically as well. How so? So when I would go on the stage, it would be all about me. Before I received Jesus, you know, give me more applause and more compliments. But then in 2014, obviously it took a little while for God to break my pride I received Jesus in 2002, so mm. 12 years later, mm -hmm. I have this moment when I start playing for His glory. Mm. And it was just because one pastor invited me to play at a church down in Lancaster, Ohio, where my wife is actually from. And he said, why, why don't I pray for you mm. before you perform your concert? Mm. I was like, this is new. Yeah. I, I didn't think of ever praying before my concert. Mm -hmm. And so he prayed for me in every single note. I could just sense not getting the glory for myself, but sending the glory. And at that moment, I actually sensed that I'm fulfilling the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. And then love mm. your brothers mm -hmm. or your neighbors. And so I was sending my love to the audience. Well, that's great. And wow. then the audience would come to me in tears and they would say, you touched my heart mm. with your music. That's what you said last night yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah that's praise yeah, God. Praise God. And, and that, that, that's why I called John because it was very clear that, uh, you know, just your talent alone, that, you know, you could be focused on the secular world, right? Mm. And yet you are so happy and you're so content, and you're using your gift to give to others. Mm. And for this cause, and, and actually that's one of the reasons I migrated to John as my mentor, because you know he's been a missionary for 40-some years, and I've been always chasing the big public companies yeah. and just fame and fortune. And at the end of the day, none of it means anything if you do not have your connection to the Lord. You can throw it all away because this life is fleeting. Yep. You know, it's mm. a vapor. Mm. So, um, but it, it's interesting because 
how you approach it now. And it showed last night. Mm-hmm. There were even kids that went up to Toshe after uh, to say thank you for coming. Whoa. Now, it, you got listen, it was beautiful, but it was long. And when you think of a kid's attention span, yeah. <laughs> but they were in the front row, you know, a lot of the teenagers, and they came up to him. So I saw it firsthand. Yeah. So, Toshe, let me back up just right. a little sure. bit. How were you raised? Uh, what was your childhood like? What was the, was there any religion or worldview that was impressed on you or what? So Macedonia, when I was born, was a part of Yugoslavia. Okay. So I was actually born in Socialist Republic of Macedonia. Okay. And my town my bro- my hometown was called Tito Veles from Tito so oh. it was Tito Tito's town <laughs> oh, ho, ho. <laughs> and so obviously yeah, most of my family were in, brought up in the atheist communist worldview okay. and i had the same beliefs hmm. i needed proof for the spiritual world i only believed what i could see what i could touch and that's it okay and so that's why I mentioned that pivotal moment in, in high school is when I sensed that something is off. Hmm. Uh, the, the, my track, my, my, my journey, my trajectory of my life is way off. Huh. And I needed to find the right way. Hmm. And so asking the right questions and uh, just trying to figure out, I honestly asked a lot of religious groups. I didn't go straight to Christians. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in our home, in my hometown, there were so many. After the communism broke in 1991, mm-hmm. Macedonia became an independent country, and all the religious groups started coming. Jehovah's Witnesses, oh. the Adventists, uh, the radical Muslims, and I mentioned some of the Eastern. <laughs> yeah. I talked to all of them right? and asked them, "What do you think is the truth? What are the true beliefs? Tell me." And what do you do to get that uh, favor of God or to get to heaven? Right. And they would all say, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then you get there. Oh, wait a second. That, oh, what if I make a mistake? Mm-hmm. What if along the way I don't do something mm-hmm. right? Then what? Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't have an answer to that. You have to do it right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, but that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, Dave, says, no, 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 no. you don't do it. Jesus did it. Mm. You just say, thank you, mm. and receive him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that. radically different <laughs> yeah. and, and so true. Right. Mm-hmm. And so sober. So I go around and talking about a Christianity that changed my life. Yeah. Not a Christianity that is in some kind of an institution, mm-hmm. right. in a building. Right. In Macedonia... Most people believe that God is only in the Orthodox Church. Okay. And so you can't find him on the street. You can't find him at work. You can't find him in the school. Only when you walk in the Orthodox Church, that's where God is. Well, that's not true. Mm. God is everywhere. Sure, certainly. And that's what we're trying to do uh, with our organization. We're trying to show love, and they see that that, uh, that love doesn't come from me. Yeah. My love is very limited. Mm. You know, my patience is very limited okay. with people. You can give them only this much room, exactly. and then yeah. they step out out of the boundaries, and okay, you're done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But God's love does not have any boundaries. Wow, that's amazing. Anyone, no matter how bad they are, no matter how much they've messed up in life or hurt me, even. Yeah. You know, if I come to a point and somebody stabs me in the back, 
And then I say, okay, that's it. Now you will see. Yes. What am I? Yeah. I'm not. I'm worse than all, all those people that have done even worse things than yeah. me. And when I look at what God has forgiven me, yeah. and look deeper at my heart, what do I find there? And then I say, well, I, yes. I can't even say anything to this person. Yeah. Except I wish you well, and I yeah. hope that That's you know good. you have a good day. <laughs> so Toshe, um, I mean, incredible experience. You know, I was sharing. You know, earlier. That you know the Macedonian call in the Book of Acts when Paul. That is really when the gospel goes to Europe for all practical exactly. purposes. And it, what's interesting about that, he gets the vision, but it's, Luke says we all agreed. That the whole missionary team says let's go. The, let's go west, west east. rather than east. But it's exactly. it's your home hometown. That's your home ground mm. where the whole European thrust of the gospel came, which is. Huh. Amazing that you're in a mission ministry now and coming to America yeah. because you're coming, that's part of the missionary call is is we need to hear that what you're saying, this this real live experience with Jesus Christ that's transformative. Mm-hmm. We've often said that it's you know, people want the real thing. You know, yeah. even in America, there's a there's I believe a tremendous spiritual hunger, but people don't know where to go. I was mm-hmm. the same way like that. Yeah, After the Vietnam War, I yeah. was into Buddhism and all this. Exactly. But your your message really resonates and I think I just pray God continue to open these doors in America and then as you go back to Europe. But can you tell us why then did you join Campus Crusade for Christ, which is now crew, C R U for our mm-hmm. listeners? Uh, tell us about that kind of journey. So yeah, the journey continued uh, when I graduated from college. And that's in 2004. My wife and I, we were in two different continents, but uh, we had already met in 2003, and we were on a journey mm. to uh, being married. Uh, so she joined staff in the U.S. first, and then I came and joined staff uh, first in Macedonia in 2004, and then in the U.S., so we started working with college students, which is what crew does, mm-hmm. and right. we did that for 12 years. Okay. And the ministry in 2004, when we were uh, staff in Macedonia, was mostly Western. It was mostly American. There were only two or three national staff. I was actually the third national staff. Okay. And then, fast forward now, we have 32 national staff. In Macedonia. In Macedonia. It's incredible growth. Really. And most, of, most yeah. of those people are because we have raised them from the very first mm. prayer of receiving Jesus and then did Bible study with them, training, and then they would start multiplying their life mm. and then wow. we would invite them to join staff. And now we see a huge movement. And I'll share this one story with... Uh, sure famous TV host that we led to Jesus and his wife. His name is Ilya. So Ilya, uh, we met him 12 years ago through a mutual friend. And I knew he was famous. Everybody knows him. Mm-hmm. He was leading the Good Morning Macedonia show. I mean, oh. everybody knows him. Plus, he had uh, recorded a show that's called The Wanderers. He mm-hmm. went to these amazing mystical places in Macedonia Mm -hmm. and that show won several awards uh, around Europe Mm -hmm. uh, as a really uh, and he was famous and so we met him uh, and immediately I was direct with him I knew that if I beat around the bush this is not gonna work and I said okay well we've been here for three hours at your place and we've been talking about everything but the most important uh, topic the Bible when are we gonna discuss the Bible 
And then he got upset with me. Was that right? He said, you're in my home and you're talking to me like this? Okay, well, see you later. And he did not want to speak to me for a month. Okay. After a month, he came back and called and he said, you're right. I think we need to talk about God. And that's the most important topic. When was that? What year? This is back uh, uh, 12 years ago, so okay. it would be like 2011-ish, okay, okay. somewhere up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And flies. Time flies, I know. <laughs> and so we, my wife and I, start meeting with them regularly. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're friends with them, and like I said, we sh share life with them, but we also teach them about the Bible, the mm -hmm. very basic truths of yes, the bible you right, know right jesus is the only way right. you can only have forgiveness through him all your sins are forgiven you need fellowship uh, with other believers you need prayer you need a regular quiet time all these basic things and they decide to give up their careers both of them she's a english teacher and he's a famous tv host to join staff Wow. Is that right? And I mean, it Great shook man. all of us. Wow. And it didn't come from us. We didn't even invite oh, them. Yeah. Uh, it was at a long night discussion. I think it was like 2 a.m. And we were at a conference in Cyprus. And so the discussion is very, very, very heated. Uh, he says, well, is Campus Crusade, is crew a Orthodox organization oh, okay. or, or is it not? Oh, right. I said, Ilya, we've been through this a million times. Crew is a non-denominational right. organization. Right. He said non-denominational. What did you say? Non-denominational. That's it. I'm joining. Uh, right. <laughs> I said, I've probably said this a hundred times. Now at 2 a.m. you figured it out. Okay. And so it was it was amazing. Um, obviously to have a person who is famous, who is really respected in the community. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Makes a huge difference. Uh, our mo movement grew rapidly. Yeah. And he knows the most influential people in our capital, Skopje. He's interviewed oh, them. Bad. He has their phone number. And that's who we gather. That's our new uh, endeavor with my wife. In 2017, we started Leader Impact. Yeah, I wanted to get into that in one yeah. second. But I have a sure. question before that. Sure, yeah. Uh, because you're so well-traveled in Europe, and I'm more familiar with Southeast Asia and what's going on there mission-wise. But can you give us an overview of the spiritual climate? Uh, I'm curious about France, Spain, England, uh, Italy. Just your sense of it because you're on the ground. In, in, uh, exactly. Just, think, yes. Uh, I would say it's very different when you cross that Eastern block uh -huh. and the Western block. There's, a, there's this huge difference. And uh, I don't know if you knew, but uh, up until two years ago, we were divided as a region. Mm. There was Central and Eastern Europe, yeah. and there was Western Europe. Okay. Mm -hmm. But just a couple of years ago, uh, our organization went mm -hmm. through reorg, and uh, we are now joined as One Europe. And that's our new experience and new excitement is to see what's going on in Western Europe. So you mm -hmm. actually yeah. talked about some of these countries that we're visiting mm -hmm. now regularly, just, uh -huh. just in the past year or so. Okay. Uh, and uh, we see that there are a lot of things happening with the Christian organizations in the Western world. But there's a lot of events. And there's, you know, you have to have a speaker that will probably bring in 500,000 uh, people to watch him and to listen to him. 
And in our homework, uh -huh. before we started uh, Leader Impact, we noticed that there's that trend of, of these organizations trying to gather people in larger events. And they do events very often, like every other week or every month. And you know how much energy mm -hmm. and time and funds are required to do an event oh, yeah. the right way mm -hmm. yeah. at the high level. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so what we go and what we do when we go to these Western countries is we say, okay, let's cut down on the events. And usually the events are because there are a lot of speakers. Mm. It's easy to find speakers. Is that right? In yes. Europe, in oh, specific. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. It's easy to find speakers. Mm. It's not easy to fit them in the schedule. Mm. So there are speakers that wait for a year to have oh. uh, an opportunity to speak. Okay. But what we say, okay, let's cut down on the events and let's focus on the smaller groups. We call them leader impact groups. And what happens in the leader impact groups is magic. I mean, it's amazing. So what we do is we ask the believers to find not yet believers, mm. to invite them to this group mm -hmm. and to have an open discussion yeah. about personal, professional, and spiritual development. Those are our three topics. And each of them can share their experience, where they're at, their life story. It's a very inclusive, very open discussion. Mm. And so what we found out is, is that the, when the believers share, the not yet believers are intrigued. And they're like, oh, I've never heard mm. a story like this, mm. a transformation. Yeah. Because when a person is transformed because they've trusted Christ, it's not he was, you know, yellowish, Mm -hmm. color and now he's white mm. no he's really black mm. he, he was in the darkness he was in really deep sin and now he's out of it mm. and that's my story as well so when people hear that a transform transformation it. It. story yeah, right, right. it's just and that's you know we've seen leaders top level ceos yeah. managers pray to receive jesus mm. because somebody shared their story somebody shared a verse that really touched their heart and then they started reading the Bible on their own. That's with leaders. You have to leave a lot of room for self-development. Mm. So we mm. wait for them to say, okay, I started a Bible plan and I'm having trouble with this topic. You need to help me. We don't mm. go and say, would you like to have a spiritual mentor? Mm -hmm. Or would you like to go through the yeah. five basic steps of Christianity? Mm -hmm. No. They want to do it themselves. And then we come up with a topic or with a plan when we can discuss together even in the group uh, so atheism and the eastern religions they're very prevalent in europe that's what you're seeing yeah mm -hmm. the energies you know have positive energy have positive thoughts you know think today will be a good day okay <laughs> well that yeah, doesn't uh, help yeah, for right, a long right. time yeah, right. it helps to ask the Holy Spirit to yeah, fill right. you and, and for you to surrender, to say, I, I don't have anything in me that will make my day happy. <laughs> yeah. So they just kind of <laughs> shut the door on the scriptures and on, on, on the gospel and it, have gone this other direction. It's in the culture, and uh, what we want to see is relationships. We want to see. So uh, when we invite people, we have three values that we share with, uh, with our new group members. 
we say you have uncommon opportunities. Mm. Every time somebody joins the group, some business deal happens. Wow. And we don't even know about it. We <laughs> hear it afterwards. Yeah. That's the uncommon opportunity. Everybody wants that. There's the real relationships. Everybody in the group is visiting everybody and going to dinner and having coffee. It's life on life. And then we have the changed lives. Somebody along the way will say, I don't think I'm going on the right track. And I don't think chasing career and mm -hmm. money and mm -hmm. climbing up the ladder is it. Mm -hmm. Most of these people, you know, they want to be on the top. Yeah. And then I, I, I'm going to ask them, and then what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what's that ladder leaning on? I yeah. know. <laughs> but I, yeah. Mike, on a practical level, Toche, uh, how do these groups start? I mean, how do you, you go into an area, you send staff in. I mean, just tell me the nuts and bolts of that. Sure. So two, three believers, and they don't have to be staff. Mm -hmm. They are marketplace uh, leaders, and they are believers. Okay. They sit down and say, let's make a list. I will have my impact list of you know, my wife and I sat down, and we made a list of 200 names. That's exaggerating because, you know, you have to be out no, there. You have right. to be outgoing. Yeah, sure. But if you only make a list of 10 to 20 not yet believers, and your brother also does that, and your sister in Christ also does that. So you have 30, 40 people mm -hmm. to work with. And obviously not everybody will come, but 10 to 12 will commit to this five-week journey together. We only challenge them for five weeks, one hour per one meeting. Hour. Now, anyone who is extremely busy will say, okay, well, I can give you one hour. Mm, sure. Plus... We even give them the opportunity or the option to say, okay, well, let's do this online. And uh, the business leaders in, in our country, they say, let's do three meetings online, one in person. Hmm. And it works out so well because they can just click the button and everybody's there. One hour, we're done. And then when we have the in-person meeting, obviously there's no way it's going to be one hour. There's a lot of sharing, two to three hours. But it's just life on life. Hmm. And so when we see that group grow, most people invite friends. I love this group. You have to come. You know, I, I experienced something new I, I've never experienced in my life. Then we say, okay, well, you're starting another group over there. And we've seen that happen in Macedonia. And our ministry grew from seven to 70 people in just five years. Five years. Just like that. And it was amazing because... The people that I mentioned, Ilya and Anna, uh, and wh when I say 70 people, I say 70 committed. Yeah, that's what Not you just, yeah. you know, I'm going to come to this event and then you'll see yeah. me a year later. They're coming every single week, every single hmm. event. They're in the meetings. They're involved. They're asking, what's next? What's the next material? And plus, um, we have this great gathering in the summer that is just the real deal. We go away for three days, usually in Greece, uh, at the beach. And so when I say life oh, on that's life, nice. yeah. that's mm -hmm. the best place to, mm -hmm. for them to see a Christian lifestyle well, lived out. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not just two, three hours you came yeah, for dinner. Mm -hmm. five. It's three days nonstop together, hanging out, talking about every little life mm -hmm. issue that is, that is possible. So. It's an interesting model. Now, 
How did that come up with crew? I mean, how did they come to this this kind of a, a venue, this model that you're working on now? Yeah, so crew had always had executive ministries. Mm. And so we always asked the question, how do we improve? And obviously the executive ministries in the past were working when it was mostly event-based. And, you know, you have a prominent speaker, they share their story, and mm-hmm. they invite people to receive Jesus on the spot. It worked. Mm-hmm. But we have a new generation of leaders that have seen that. They've seen the Billy Graham style or whatever you want to sure. call it. And they're like, yeah, I know what you're going to do. I know your agenda. Mm. I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. And so we've tried. I mean, there have been several really bad turnouts of, you know, you try to have a large event. Right. No, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's not that easy. And then you're pulling teeth and you bring people from the street. Then you have a mixed group that you don't really want to work with. Yeah. And so that's when we had to uh, switch uh, to not focus on large events, but focus on the groups. Interesting. And then when we do a large event, those people that are involved in the groups, they invite their peers. And that's the best way. It's through networking. Contagious. Yeah, Yeah. right. It's very I didn't say, okay, please come. The person that had a life change in the group said, okay, you got to see this. It's amazing. So I don't know if that answered the question. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I want to go back to the small group for a minute because I just want to understand your program or, or protocol. So you have two believers start that with a goal of about 10 to 12 to come in. Prior to that, those two individuals will put a list together of people that, I don't want to say targeting, but that's on their heart. Their that they could list. invite Right. Exactly. The people that they can impact. Exactly. So then what is the program or protocol to start that group? Like, what's a first meeting like? It's a very, very good setup. Uh, and this is the best part. Yeah. So usually when I approach someone to lead a group, they're going to say, well, I don't have time to prepare. I'm a busy person. Mm-hmm. Right. And I said, you don't need to prepare. It's mm-hmm. all done for you. And it's all online. It's so amazing. So we have a website, okay. Leader yeah, Impact, that, yeah. leaderimpact.com. Right. I think it's and everything is on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first invitation, you will notice it on the front page. Start a group uh-huh. or join a group. If, if, if you've never been a part of a group, join a group and see what it's like. And so when they decide that they want to lead a group, mm-hmm. we start with a very simple material called foundations. Okay, yeah. And the group goes through their values. They go through their mission, personal mission statement. They talk about a clear plan of the future. Mm. It's very, very basic. But when we have the option for people to answer, where are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on personal, professional, or spiritual development? Then you have some of these not yet believers say, I would like to focus on my spiritual development. For 50 years, I have not had anyone approach me to talk about spiritual things. I would like to work on that. Now, you're waiting for that moment, and I live for that moment. (laughs) And so when this group really stabilizes, obviously some people will drop, some people Mm -hmm. will say, yeah, this is not for me. You have the period of stabilization. Then you have this multiplying your life material. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have these books such as Essentialism, Integrity. You have the Becoming a Leader of Impact book that, that is original 
from a Leader Impact uh, group member hmm. from Canada. Uh, and it's all ready. It's all online. You just go and look at it and get five minutes, you know, so you can get familiarized and then you go through the questions as a group. And that's the best part of it because, mm. you know, yeah. my friends, they say, hey, Toshi, how long did you prepare for the meeting? I said, five minutes before we started a call. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't do much of the talking. I go through the uh, first, th there's an yeah. introduction. I just read it. Right. I read introduction and then I say, first question, Joe, would you like to start yeah. us off? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's very easy. Now, do you see this in the States? Is this, this is also in the States, yeah. and it's taking um, very good, it's, it's rapid, because in the U.S., like I said, you can find lots of believers. So we have our U.S. leader, Jim Johannick, if he's listening, God bless you. Uh, he's actually in Chicago, and he has a huge team. Uh, I know that the biggest group that we have, groups, meeting are in, in Atlanta, mm -hmm. Atlanta, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And some of the Atlanta people uh, came and visited us. Uh, they went to Romania. Uh, we have partnerships uh, sometimes. Actually, the Belgium gathering will be both Europe and U.S. Okay. Uh, wow. leaders. So that's an exciting, it's in, uh, it's in March, March 23rd. Uh, and uh, when I see this model being multiplied and, and it works all over the world, my wife and I are on the global team now, uh, and we hear stories from Africa. Mm. When you hear stories from mm. Africa, it's like this model works. And the reason why, why it works is it was tested. It, this is not the first model that we've had. You know, we've had to test it, we've had to go back mm. to it, revise it. All these questions that, uh, that are created in the curriculum, they've been changed every single time that don't work mm -hmm. you know if, if some question does not work or during the discussion it goes in the wrong direction uh, for example uh, uh, I have some questions that sometimes people take a rabbit trail and they start talking about denominations yeah, right. and they get into wrong mm -hmm. topics and they say well my church does this mm -hmm. well your ch church believes this and all these things let's take that or there's a question that leads to politics mm -hmm. And then you say, well, my political party, that yeah, right, yeah right. we don't want that. Yeah. We want to stick to the life issues. The and main we thing. want to stick to yeah. the development. Yeah, the main thing. The main thing. Is there a way to use the website if you want to self-study, like you said? Yes. So if we have believers on the phone that, that don't like groups that, you know, want to start off on their own just yes. because... Yes, you know, that's, that's the, that's the button, join, okay. a, uh, right. join a group or start a group. And okay. uh, I actually have a link... Uh, it's called a token that I can send people if they contact me, toshe.temelkov at leaderimpact.org. If you contact me, I can send you a token of an amazing tool that's called Building City Movements. Now, mm. that's a little bit advanced. So the start a group uh, training or tools are very simple. And, you know, like I said, you read the material, five minutes later, you're leading the group. Mm -hmm, no mm -hmm. problem. But the building city movement's a little bit, it's, if you want to think ahead. So if you're thinking five years, ten years ahead, and you're thinking what will create a movement. In a city. Urban, in a yeah. city, mm -hmm. exactly. And that's when we talk about a city team, finding a city team that is made of group facilitators, forum leaders, vision events, all these cool mm -hmm. things. And there's training for this, 
training for how to create a vision event, training for how to start a forum. Mm-hmm. There's all these beautiful things online. Uh, is that operational with, anywhere? Do you see that in a given city somewhere? So Canada is the only country that has this, um, I would say, level four or five. Macedonia is level three, and Romania, and Europe. Uh, and there are some countries in, in Africa that are level four or five. That is say, working. It's moving. That are completely volunteer-led. They have a city team. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing. And the numbers, obviously, look like they're a movement. You know, once so how you, do church... I'm sorry. Go ahead. How do churches relate to this, Toshe? I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, we're interdenominational right. or non-denominational. And we approach every single denomination with the same question. Would you like to either join a group or start a group? And so it depends on wh- where they're at, you know, with their experience, mm-hmm. if they've been a part of a group or if they know that they have the skills to find some people that, you know, maybe will be interested in uh, hearing the gospel or hearing some s- spiritual stories, then we say, okay, you're ready to go. Uh, and in Macedonia, uh, like I said, the numbers are very small. Mm. And in Europe, in Europe, the numbers of believers are very small. So. Mm. Uh, that's why we have to start from scratch, from someone trusting Christ and then building them up and then sending them. So mm-hmm. this is where the model that crew started, win, build, send, is mm. still going on. We have to start from scratch. Mm. And it, it's worked. Uh, it's the longer way. It's uh, probably uh, taking us longer than it would take U.S. The U.S., you know, if you find people that are ready to start a group, yeah. it's going to go rapidly. It's going to go fast. And I heard um, every month that we have our call, there's a new city on the Is that right? <laughs> you know, on the map. Cincinnati, Dallas, wow. and Denver. And I'm That's like, encouraging. That is wonderful. Yeah, it's going to work in the U.S. Wow. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So. David, you had a question? Well, yeah. I mean, it, so I guess how you came to the Lord, you told us a little bit about that especially when you saw that uh, Dave playing the piano. Is there more to your story? Like, wh- how were you in darkness, and, and mm. how did you come to the Lord? I mean, uh, besides that little, mm. you know, uh, discussion you gave us on, on your interaction mm. with Dave from Crew. Yeah, I can talk about yeah. my previous beliefs right. uh, and the baggage that I had uh, before trusting mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. I call it baggage and, and weight because it was really heavy. Mm-hmm. It was weighing okay. on me and... I could not go on any further carrying it. Uh, my wrong beliefs were mostly around superstition. Hmm. And hmm. I can share a hundred superstitious beliefs that I had up until that point. Hmm. You know, starting from not waking up on your left foot, uh, when you cross the street, if, if a black cat crosses your, mm-hmm. your way, you know, that's it, your day. There's all kinds of things. And I've been, as a kid... Um, we were going to a old lady that was doing witchcraft. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. And so I was sick. I was very sick with high fever and uh, swollen glands. And, and I remember my mom said, okay, that, that's it. We're going to this lady, and she's going to do some uh, some things to you. And I remember doing some really, really crazy things, jumping over a rabbit's skin and yelling some things and all this. Oh, gosh. And um, so... I would say, and again, um, the atheistic point of view is, is just very prevalent. Prevalent, uh, and, yeah. Uh, and 
um, when people want proof. I had some really tough questions before trusting Christ. Is that right? I wanted to know how Adam and Eve had kids, and their kids had kids. Now, come on. Is that, what's, what's it with that? Mm-hmm. Or where are the dinosaurs? Or all these things yeah, yeah. that, uh, you know, I needed answered before I said, okay, this is it. This is the truth. And believe it or not, we had a guy uh, in our ministry. He actually just moved out to England. He answered all those questions mm. from both the scientific world view, uh, point of view and from the Bible. That's good. I could, I could not believe that mm. he was so smart. And he immediately found where uh, in Leviticus, uh, God is saying, from this day, you will stop marrying. Right. You know, Inter, third, inter-family. Yeah, yeah, third and fourth generation. Right. Not before that. Yeah. Before that, it was allowed. Yeah. And it wasn't a problem. Yeah. I was like, really? That's in the Bible? I didn't know that. <laughs> so all these cool things. And on the lifestyle, again, being wrapped up with myself. Right. Uh, I had a really close friend, and he's still my close friend, but we were really close to splitting ways in college. And he would call me the most arrogant person in the world. And he knows that I've hurt him. And the way I wanted to become successful is by stepping on other people and trying to humiliate them and trying to diminish what they're doing and just making them feel small so that I can feel great. Mm. And so when I trusted Christ and I invited uh, my best friend to, uh, to meet Dave and he trusted Christ as well, he noticed that part of my life is gone mm. and it's it's like i'm now i'm meeting a new person who are you you're just changed <laughs> no, that's nice yeah, the and uh people that know me after i be- became a believer they would not even believe the things that i would say to people and and how i acted mm. before i was a, a believer and so and my wife was one of those she knows me only after i became yeah, a believer right, right. And so when I would share that with her, she'd be like, wow, I <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know you before that. It's, it's like you're dead in Christ. Yes. You know, the old yeah. self is dead and the new exactly. self is risen in it's Christ. A it's, it's a You're in a new race. All things are become yeah. new. Mm-hmm. That, Amen. Uh, I want to make sure we give out their contact information. Yeah, you might so want to spell that. your email and everything for sure. the listeners. Sure. My Just name is Toshe, T-O-S-H-E. And then my last name is Temelkov. T-E-M-E-L-K-O-V. So, toshe.temelkov at leaderimpact.org. That's my email address. And that's the best way to reach me. And if any pastor is listening or somebody at church that would want you to come, I know you have a busy schedule going across the United States, but David, you heard him last night at the ministry, Mm -hmm. and you can really say this would be a great blessing to your church. Oh, yes. And if more people know... Yeah, you're coming, you know, in advance, then they mm. can kind of... Exactly. You know, um, I, I guess whenever you have a talent, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially a gifted man like uh, Toshe, and you're in the audience and you realize what he could have had in terms of the secular world and the fame and fortune mm-hmm. by doing that and traveling all over the world. And the fact that you gave it up is such a big testimony mm-hmm. versus a mediocre piano player up there mm-hmm. uh, or someone else. Um, 
it really convicts people to look deeper or to look over the fence. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, as you said, John, I mean, he, uh, Toshe played for about 45 minutes, and we had teenagers there. We had mm-hmm. younger nice. people than that. Um, and they were all attentive. And, um, no, it was great, but it just showed, you know, um, what you gave up because to get to the level you're at, mm. I mean, as you said, you were practicing 12, 14-hour days. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't, so I think that's important. Mm. And and I think if you were to go to a church and they let you play and tell your story, yeah, right. it's impactful. Mm. Well, that yeah. too. And just the yeah. fact you're from out of country coming right. to America, we like perspective. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What do you notice that's going well in the church here? What, yes. what, what are some of our blind spots in America? What's happening in Europe? Mm-hmm. What's happening when you travel to England? Or that Those are... Things we we like because you mm. bring a perspective we don't have. Exactly. Shame. So it, we exactly. appreciate that. And yeah. so in Macedonia, what is the Christian rate? You know, right now, and is there a growth curve mm. or is it kind of stagnant? Yeah. So the percentage is probably around zero point one percent evangelical Christianity. Mainly because there's atheists there. You're saying. Uh, we call them Orthodox Christian atheists, which is oh. a very, <laughs> okay. very confusing term, yeah. oxymoron. Which is what I was. And uh, so there are a lot of people that are devoted to the tradition. Okay. And uh, we've noticed that the evangelical church is trying to take people from that tradition and change it. Mm. But what we do is let's not ask that of, mm-hmm. of the Orthodox believers. Let's not give them this huge burden that... Uh, you know, they don't need to carry that. Mm-hmm. We just ask them if they want to open up their life, their heart to Jesus. Mm. And we don't talk about joining a church. We don't talk about, you know, becoming something mm. else uh, unless they are really prompted to do it. And so it was the same uh, w- with me. Uh, I-, I made my own decision to ba- be ba- baptized a second time because mm-hmm. I was baptized as a baby. Yeah, yeah. like me. Yeah. And then I accepted Christ, and I was like, okay, well, I don't remember being baptized, so I need to do this again. And I made a conscious decision that this is the right thing to do. Mm. Nobody's asking any of our members to go and do that if they find it in the Bible or right. if they find it. Okay, we need fellowship. Well, where do I find fellowship? In the Orthodox Church? Well, probably not. You just go, light a candle, stand for a couple minutes, yeah. and then you go out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or the priest will uh, chant, and you probably won't understand anything, and that's it. And so, But then we also have 30% Muslims. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have a lot of friends that are Muslims. Now, with them, it's a completely different story. Yeah. Uh, it's so interesting talking with them and just not trying to prove who's right, who's right, wrong, right. but trying to find touch points. Yeah. And, you know, I know the Quran because mm. obviously as a crew staff member, I need to be ready for all these conversations. And so I go in the Quran and I say, look what the Quran says and look that the Quran talks about Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and even if we go to the uh, Old Testament, the Quran is full with the Old Testament stories. Right, the and prophets. The exactly, Lord. yeah. And so uh, there's all, all those discussions. But uh, I think the, the revival that you're probably uh, asking about will happen when the church as a whole accepts the traditions. 
there are very, very deep traditions. Do you remember me playing uh, the Macedonian folk songs yes. yesterday? Mm-hmm. Now, I would like those types of songs to be sang in the churches. Mm-hmm. Well, can I tell you they're not? Right now, most of the songs that are sang in the Protestant churches are translated American or yeah. you know Australian sure, or English right. songs. And the syllables don't fall on the right, uh, the rhythm is off, and when I hear it, I'm like, oh, that, that's, that's wrong. I, right, right, it doesn't right. work. <laughs> Just make up a song or make it, make it sound cultural. Right. Be and relevant. So, be yeah. relevant, yeah. Or yeah. not even do songs that sound too Western. Let's just find the Eastern way. Happy me. Yeah. You know, we have a saying in missions, let the Word of God do the work of God. So once Amen. people get into the Word, it has convicting power, it enlightens, it edifies, Amen. it directs you to get baptized. Yeah. And what one we've worked with Muslims, although my a lot of my ministry has been with Buddhism, but we found out Acts chapter 10, when you study Cornelius, he prayed regular, he fast, he gave alms, he had his family, they were God-fearers, He's keeping like the five pillars of Islam 600 years before Islam. So, But he needed somebody to take the gospel to him. But when Peter went, he didn't chastise him. Right. He just let him further down the steps. So exactly. I agree with you on the, finding a bridge you can walk across. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is very exciting what you're sharing here, oh, yeah. Toshe. And, um, you know, if you come back through this area, we can do a, another follow-up radio show. That's right. good. Um, you're our first guest for the new year. How about that? Yeah, yeah. especially, have we ever done anything? That's a Macedonian call, man. Come on. Yeah, I, I had no idea where Macedonia was, really. Yeah. You know, I had to take a look at the map. I didn't realize you were right. It's extremely the significant. Yes. It's a pivotal, right. you know, where the gospel is going to go. Mm-hmm. They're going to go west, to go to Europe. So personal goals. What are your personal goals now, the next next few years, now that you're deep in your walk with Christ, you and Jesse, your wife? Uh, what are your goals in life now? Yes, most of my goals are probably leadership goals. And uh, a while ago, I went through a a training that is not Christian. It's actually emotional intelligence training. Well, EQ. Mm -hmm. EQ. Mm -hmm. And I was trained to teach that. But that led me uh, to be interested in leadership and to be interested in social intelligence. Now, social intelligence talks about uh, the topics that you were mentioning you know, large masses of people mm-hmm. and how this idea just goes inside the masses and starts mm-hmm. taking roots and, and it does some changes and mm-hmm. makes... And I would like to know uh, what it takes to influence thousands mm-hmm. and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very interesting topic for me. I'm, um, like I said just one year in this global team uh, with Leader Impact and we're looking at the whole world mm-hmm. and we have stories from the whole world but I feel like I, I need a little bit of a, a change in my heart to give up uh, just that local involvement because we talk about local involvement and that's great but at some point you know you pass that on to someone else so I have right. two team leaders Ilya and Stefan, who Ilya is now uh, leading the executive ministry, the senior leaders, and Stefan is leading the Leader Impact Next, mm-hmm. which is for younger leaders. Uh, and so as I pass that on, and if you're a leader, you come to a point where you delegate. If you don't delegate, sorry, you're stuck. Yeah, right, right. So I'm delegating, 
and then trying to rise to the challenge and looking at the whole world, especially Europe, you know, we have 41 countries that we need to work with. And Leader Impact is now in just 10. So those are some of the goals that are are challenging. On the topic of just um, becoming more Christ-like, I'm uh, softening up a lot. And I think I need a little more. Uh, So I'm on a journey of, of, you know, being a rough European, very, very... uh, Patri- what's the word when the father is the the real patriarchal, patriarchal yeah. brought up type of yeah. man mm-hmm. from really being empathetic and uh, just being a hearer, mm. a listener and trying to understand where people mm-hmm. actually come from rather than right away jump to a conclusion yeah. and give advice and or my one of my strengths <laughs> is so interesting is command mm. <laughs> so that comes easy I can tell people mm. what they need to do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the other part, to listen and to really, yes. really come across as, not as a commander, but as someone that means well to right. them. Mm. As a person yeah. that wants to mm-hmm. serve them and love them is a challenge. That's yeah. good. So, well, I don't know if I answered your question. Well, I, I, have great. The same, I have the same challenge, you know. Uh, I'm very good at directing people and, uh, you know, uh, being a leader. So uh, sometimes I have to be a heck of a lot more empathetic mm. and sympathetic. Mm. Um, and so, you know, the, we have a lot of listeners that might be really in a dark place. Uh, and so I guess what hope can you give them mm. with your newfound, I won't say new, but, you know, uh, for me it's fairly new in mm. my life. Uh, with, with your new faith in mm. Christ, you know, how, how do you help them get out of that dark place? Exactly. Well, I'm going to give a life example. So, for example... Uh, we got a couple more minutes. Yeah, sure. You've been sick, and you've had this cold, and you're like, how am I going to get through this? And so that's a moment that explains where usually people are at spiritually. And un- unless... You know, they've given up their life to Jesus. So if you have an opportunity to say a simple prayer, and just like I did, God, if you're there, I accept you, and I pray that you will lead my life. I think that will make a huge difference, and I cannot tell you how it's going to happen, because God only knows how it's going to happen. And that's the hope that uh, when you wake up the next day, you know that you have a light in front of you. You have a pathway that is not just satisfying for two minutes, like I mentioned. It's deep and long-lasting. Right. So, Praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. coming, yeah. Toshe. Yes, um, we really enjoyed it. We've got your contact information out there. You know now where we live, as they say in Spanish, mi casa su casa. Mi casa we get yeah. <laughs> but God bless you in your endeavors. And maybe I'll close in prayer. Oh, and then ask God to continue to bless yeah. you on your Sounds journey. Good. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day you've given to us. Truly, this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice in it. And I do thank you, Lord, that you brought Toshe and his wife, Jesse, into Northeast Ohio for such a time as this. I thank you for his vision, his heart, his testimony, and what you're doing with this couple, Lord, to just, uh, uh, through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit, they're touching lives, life, just lighting lamps all across Europe as these small groups continue to grow and go. And I ask you to bless him, especially as he as he travels the United States. Give him open That's doors, right. high favor, 
with pastors and ministry leaders and uh, with the crew team here. Just bless him. Meet his needs, Lord, I pray, uh, logistically, financially, travel-wise. Uh, but just thank you for this, brother, for encouraging us today. David and I, of course, but yes, also brother. the many, many listeners we have. And so everybody out there that we're praying for and praying with you. But if you've heard his message, you heard a man who told you where he came from and how he was seeking and looking for truth, but always coming to a locked and closed door until that door opened and he invited Jesus Christ into his heart and into his life. So maybe you're there this day and you can start out this new year, as the Bible says, a new creation in Christ by simply praying that prayer that he had prayed. So again, we just thank you for this beautiful day, this beautiful year we've given to us, Lord. We ask that you would bless us, that we in turn can bless many in this coming 2023. We give all you the praise and glory for this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Take care, everybody. God bless. Take care.